My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, 91.3 FM and 95.8 FM stereo. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to our program on the voice of the Cape Band. The time just past 11.34 a.m. this morning. Uh, Nazim Peterson, I'm um, casting with you and our honorable beloved guest once again this morning, Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriel. And alhamdulillah, how fortunate we are to have Sheikh once again in our program. And uh, inshallah, Sheikh will share some advice with us and up until Dhur this afternoon. So make sure that you tune in once again. Call the family, the friends, the loved ones, and for those who are abroad, send them a message. Tell them to log on to vocfm.co.za, and that's where they can listen live to our program this morning. And each and every day, they can tune into the Voice of the Cape via the the line, via the uh, website. Go to the website. Make them aware of the website and tune in, inshallah ta'ala. We're going to co- commence now with our program and welcome our guests to the studios of The Voice of the Cape. Sheikh, assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam, wa alaikum kaifa halukum. Alhamdulillah, bikhair sheikh, how is sheikh this morning? Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Sheikh, what can our listeners uh, expect today for this morning? Yeah, the, the first part of, uh, of the program until 12 o'clock is about uh, dhikr, dhikr and du'as. Mm. And then... Uh, after that, we want to discuss uh, uh, life after Ramadan, mm, or, or you can call it uh, our condition with Allah, our condition with the Quran after Ramadan, or we can say uh, what is the way forward for us after mm. Ramadan, inshallah. Ah, so important, very, yeah. very important, excellent topic, shukran. I think Sheikh may comments at this time, we'll probably go on up, up until 10 to. Inshallah. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, alhamdulillah rabbil alameen, wa salatu wa salamu ala ashrafil mursaleen. سيدنا وحبيبنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل الأقدة من لساني يفقو قولي اللهم لا تقلني إلى نفس طرفة عين ولا أقل من ذلك My beloved mothers and fathers and beloved sisters and brothers and beloved and honorable youth and children and beloved listeners of the voice of the Cape I greet you with universal greetings of love and peace and respect and tolerance and understanding and mercy. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. It is indeed once again a great honor and a privilege for me to be with you in your homes, in your kitchens, in your rooms, in your vehicles, wherever you are, in South Africa, outside South Africa. But as I've said, I'll always, as I've said in the past, always, you are, remember, you are always close to, to, to the voice of the Cape. Uh, as I've said, our first part of our program is dedicated to uh, du'as and, and dhikrullah. For many reasons, our beloved Nabi Muhammad says, dua huwa al-ibadah. To make du'a, to speak to Allah, is the essence of ibadah. It is a real ibadah. So we were created to worship Allah. The, the most important part of our worship to Allah is to speak to Allah, to have a relationship with Allah. To request certain things from Allah, to make du'a, Allahu Akbar. And the importance of dhikrullah, there are so many ahadith. One of those ahadith, our beloved Nabi Muhammad said, Sabaqal Mufarridun. The Mufarridun, they are right in front. They are winning. And then the Sahaba asked, Ya Rasulullah, who, who are the, uh, the, the Mufarridun? And the Nabi Muhammad said, Adhakirun Allah kathiran wa They are those men and women 
that remember Allah in abundance. They remember Allah in abundance. May Allah grant us to be of those mufarridun. My dear listeners, my dear beloved mothers and fathers, sisters and brothers, it is very important to know lots of du'as. And especially the du'as given to us by Allah and given to us by our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And one of the du'as that was given to us by our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa and this is such an important du'a, especially after Ramadan. The Nabi Muhammad taught us to, to make du'a and ask Allah, Allahumma inni as'aluka al-huda. Allahumma inni as'aluka. Allahumma means, Oh Allah, inni, indeed I, as'aluka, I ask thee, Ya Allah. Al-huda, al-huda, true guidance. Wa-tuqa, and I ask thee, Ya Allah, continuous taqwa. Tuqa and taqwa is very close to one another. Tuqa is continuous taqwa, not only taqwa in the month of Ramadan. So that's why I'm saying that this dua given to us by our beloved Nabi Muhammad wasallam, it's necessary that all of us, we, we learn it and we make this dua every day and we teach it to our children and to our grandchildren and all those around us. That is the spirit of Islam. We don't, we don't keep it to ourselves, we share it with everybody. Allahumma inni as'aluka. Allahumma inni as'aluka al-huda wa Allahumma inni as'aluka al-huda. My dear listeners, if you want to make it in the plural form and you make it near for your wife uh, and your children or your husband and your children and your grandchildren, all those around you, please do it. Because that is the spirit of Islam. When we read Surah Al-Fatiha, this way Allah teaches us, Ihdina, ihdina means, oh Allah guide us, ihdina sirat al-mustaqim. You are making salah alone, but you are making dua for all the Muslimin. Ihdina, ihdina sirat al-mustaqim. Oh Allah guide us and keep us steadfast under sirat al-mustaqim. So uh, when you make dua, you make dua for, for everybody. Allahu Akbar. You make dua for your children, you make dua for your spouse. You make dua for your grandchildren. You're near in your heart, Ya Allah. This is for my children and my grandchildren and my brother's children, my sister's children. Allahu Akbar. So listen to it again and please write it down. It's a very, very important dua, especially after Ramadan. Allahumma inna nas'aluka al-huda. Allahumma inna nas'aluka al-huda. Huda means true guidance. Oh Allah, we ask thee true guidance. Wat tuqa, wat tuqa. Such an important word. Continuous taqwa, ya Allah. Right through the year. Not only the month of Ramadan. Grant me true guidance and grant me continuous taqwa. Wal-afafah, wal-afafah bil-ain. With the ain, wal-afafah. Ah, ya Allah. Look at the, the important dua given to us by Rasulullah. Wal-afafah means, oh Allah, and I ask thee, abstinence. Abstinence. Abstaining from haram. Abstaining from all wrongdoings. Look at the important dua. And just imagine you make dua from your heart and Allah accepts the dua. Allahu Akbar. Allahumma inna nas'aluka al-huda. Allahumma inna nas'aluka al-huda. Wat-tuqa. Wat-tuqa. Wal-afafah. Abstinence. Oh Allah, I ask thee to grant me to abstain and stay away from all sins and wrongdoings and evil doings. Allahumma. إِنَّا نَسْأَلُكَ الْهُدَى 
والتقى والعفافة والغنى غنى means richness rigdom not necessary in, in money it could be money also money to use for the deen of Allah to use to build a masjid to yab the madrasa to give to the poor to give to the needy to give to people that are longing to go for hajj and you sponsor a person or persons to go for hajj and so many other things that you can do with money but you ask Allah for richness not only for money but richness in your heart richness of beautiful character what a what a beautiful dua the best duas are those duas given to us by Allah and given to us by our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam so listen to the dua again my dear listeners Allahumma inna oh Allah indeed we nas'aluka we ask thee nas'aluka al-huda nas'aluka al-huda Allahumma inna nas'aluka al-huda wat-tuqa wat-tuqa means continuous taqwa continuous piety wal-afafa wal-afafa and abstinence wal-afafa wal-ghina and richness Allahumma inna nas'aluka al-huda wat-tuqa wal-afafa wal-ghina as you are listening to me my dear listeners make a niyah that you're smoking to memorize the, the dua while listening uh, one of the wives of Rasulullah Sayyidatina Maymuna she said she, she made Salatul Fajr in the masjid with Rasulullah and the Nabi Muhammad read Suratul Mursalat it's about three pages in the Quran or two and a half pages she says when the Salah was finished she memorized the whole Surah sometimes we underestimate the power of the intellect that Allah has given us and the brains and the, and the power to memorize so listen to it again with the niyyah inshallah that you can to memorize it and say it every day inshallah Allahumma inna nas'aluka al-huda Allahumma inna nas'aluka al-huda wal-tuqa wal-afafa wal-ghina oh Allah we ask thee true guidance and continuous taqwa and abstinence and richness Allahu Akbar so please uh, beloved mothers and fathers and grandmothers and grandfathers memorize the dua and teach it to your children and your grandchildren and, and make sure that we, we and our children they do it every day inshallah and Allah will accept the dua so what does it mean also we, we definitely now after Ramadan need to increase our dhikr and be more consistent and that's a key word because uh, that is that is one of our shortcomings we're not consistent in our dhikrullah we, 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 we every time forget that Allah says to us ya oh, oh you believe remember Allah and then the ayah doesn't stop there and Allah goes on and says dhikran kathira uh, uh, a lot of dhikr a lot of uh, 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 remembrance of Allah in abundance Allah Akbar you know what, I was amazed when I was in a place called Tarim in Yemen. What a beautiful place. They showed me a person and they said to me, Sheikh Ibrahim, that person, no, I, I'm just confused about the two numbers. They said to me, that person, one of the dhikr that he makes is the La ilaha illallah, but he does it every day 10,000 times. Now, the other number that I'm confused with is, it, they, they could have told me 
a hundred thousand times. Allahu Akbar. But let, let us stick to the ten thousand times every day. La ilaha illallah. La ilaha illallah. And he is carrying out the words of Allah. Remember Allah in abundance. We, we might think that if we say it 50 times or 100 times or 200 times in abundance, no, we're still far away. Ya iwaladina amanuthkurullaha dhikran kathira. An elderly person came to Rasulullah. He said, Ya Rasulullah, I'm not so young anymore. I can't do so much like a young man. And then the Nabi Muhammad said to him, Just keep your mouth moist with the remembrance of Allah. Honet your mun natarah midi. The dhikr of Allah, la ilaha illallah, la ilaha illallah, la ilaha illallah, Allahu Akbar. So, Mr. Muslim, I just want to remind you that how special and how great the word la ilaha illallah is. Nabi Musa, alayhi salam, who was the kalimullah, he could speak directly to Allah. Allah has given him the honor to speak directly to Allah, and Allah speaks directly to him. What an honor, Allahu Akbar. And he asked Allah, Ya Allah, Grant me some a special dhikr to remember you, Ya Allah, with something special. And Allah said to Nabi Musa, Ya Musa, say La ilaha illallah. Nabi Musa says, Ya Allah, I want something very special. All the people say La ilaha illallah. Allahu Akbar. And then Allah responded to Nabi Musa and said, Nabi Musa, Ya Musa, if you have to put La ilaha illallah on the one part of the scale, and you put the seven samawat, the seven heavens, Allahu Akbar, and the earth and whatever it consists of on the other part of the scale, then so the kalimatu la ilaha illallah will outweigh the seven heavens with all the stars and the sun and the moon. Subhanallah, subhanallah. Can you imagine how special it is, Jamaat Muslimin? La ilaha illallah is so special. Our beloved Nabi Muhammad says, whosoever Whosoever's last words are to be La ilaha illallah, dakhal al jannah, you will enter the jannah immediately, Allah will directly. So, whenever we say La ilaha illallah, my advice to me first and to you, honorable selves, say it with a niyyah, with an intention that Allah must, oh Allah, grant me, I'm going to say now La ilaha illallah a hundred times or five hundred times, a thousand times, two thousand times, with a niyyah, ya Allah. That grant me just before I close my eyes that my last words be La ilaha illallah. Our beloved Nabi Muhammad says, All the all the things that we are doing, all our good deeds, is according to our intentions. And whatever you intended for, says Rasulullah, Allah will give it to you. So if you say La ilaha illallah, la ilaha illallah every day, with the intention Allah must grant you, your last words to be La ilaha illallah, inshaAllah, Allah will grant it to you. So what Muslimin? Say it also, La ilaha illallah, with the intention that Allah must grant you, that you must be sincere in saying, La ilaha illallah. You must be sincere. Now, the big question is, what is the meaning of, of, of saying it sincerely, La ilaha illallah? Now, now this question was asked by, by Abu Huraira radiallahu anhu. Abu Huraira asked one day, Rasulullah, Ya Rasulullah, Man as'adun nas bi shafa'atik. Who's going to be the most fortunate and the most happiest and luckiest people with your shafa'ah the day of Yawm Al-Qiyamah. You know what Rasulullah said to Abu Huraira? Yeah, Abu Huraira, I knew that you are going to be the person who's going to ask me that question. What an honor, subhanAllah. And then the Nabi Muhammad said to him, the, pers- the people most fortunate and most 
happy is with my shafa'a. My fuprat, my, my intercession, the day of Qiyamah, are those people who's, who said, La ilaha illallah sincerely. Allahu Akbar, sincerely. And then the Sahaba thought, they are going to ask Rasulullah, what, what is the meaning of saying it sincerely? Because my, maybe we understand it in the middle of the night, in the dark room, in the dark corner, La ilaha illallah, La ilaha illallah. Maybe we, some people are going to understand it that way. And the Nabi Muhammad said, the meaning of saying La ilaha illallah sincerely is to live according to La ilaha illallah. So we must say it with the intention that, uh, with sincerity, that I want to live according to La ilaha illallah. No one has got the right to be worshipped except Allah. Even my temptations and my desires, I'm not going to entertain or worship my desires at the expense of the disobedience of Allah. That is part of the meaning of La ilaha illallah. I'm not going to obey anybody. I'm not going to obey anybody or even myself and my lust and my, my desires. La ilaha illallah. I only worship Allah. I only obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, Jamaat Muslimin, uh, from here, the, the, our topic is, you know, uh, um, from after Ramadan, what are we going to do after Ramadan? We, we need to keep up the momentum. We need to keep up the momentum, Allahu Akbar. So what does it mean? Uh, that, that is part of our, our dhikr, inshallah. It's, uh, it's fine, Sheikh. We're going to continue up until approximately two minutes before the time. Inshallah. Jazakallah khairan, Mawlana Aslam. So what does it mean? Another dhikr that we need to continue to do, inshallah, until next Ramadan and until the following Ramadan and until Allah takes us away from this world is, is, is words that, that Rasulullah says are of the most beloved words to Allah. Now when a Muslim year that is of the most beloved words to Allah, we must be so eager to do it and to say it every day of our lives. And in, inshallah, in, in fact, this, this dhikr is so special. When our beloved Nabi Muhammad said was a mate mi'arads and the Nabi Muhammad met our beloved father, Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salam. And Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salam said, Ya Rasulullah, give salam to your ummah from me and tell them that the, 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 the land and the ground and the earth of the Jannah is very, very fertile. And for them to extend the Jannat, tell them and advise him to say the following words, Subhanallah, walhamdulillah, wa la ilaha illallah. Allahu Akbar. The word, the, the, the key word that we've used earlier, Jamaatu Muslimin, is to be consistent. To be consistent. And to be consistent, we need to plan our lives. We plan. We need to plan. We can't live haphazardly. We need to plan and arrange and organize our lives properly. At what time? After every waqt, I'm going to say 20 times. Or after Maghrib, I'm going to say 50 times. Or after Isha, I'm going to do the complete 100. Subhanallah, walhamdulillah, wa la ilaha illallah, wallahu akbar, wa la hawla, wa la quwwata illa billah al-azim. Rasulullah says, these words are so great in the eyes of Allah. It doesn't matter where you start. You can start by subhanallah, walhamdulillah, or you can say, walhamdulillah, wa subhanallah, wa la ilaha. You can start with any words, says Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So what does mean? Another dhikr that we need to put on our list as our, uh, our daily weird or our daily ratib. A weird and a ratib is, is something that you do every day. The word weird, it comes from the word, a word 
it's it's a it's a, a place of water where the animals every day come to drink water to stay alive to stay alive every day they come to drink the water so we also we need a weird we need to do something to stay alive the nabi muhammad says the difference between a person that remembers allah and a person that does not remember allah is like a living person and a dead person says rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam so part of the dhikr that we need to do every day also and, and this dhikr rasulullah says the best that I've ever said and all the prophets before me We need consistency my dear mothers and fathers You know many years ago a certain lady She has passed on may Allah grant her Jannah She's from Haidafel She heard the same talk on radio on Voice of the Cape about subhanallah walhamdulillah wala, and la ilaha illallah wahda wala sharika la. the nabi muhammad says about this this dhikr if you say it a hundred times says rasulullah the nabi muhammad is specific if you say it a hundred times then allah will write down for you as, as if you've done a hundred good good deeds and allah will wipe out a hundred of your sins and the nabi muhammad says it is as if you have freed ten slaves of the children of Nabi Ismail. In Islam, to free one slave is mighty, mighty big in the eyes of Allah. And then the Nabi Muhammad says, two more things. You will be freed from the shaitan, won't be able to harm you. You will be freed from the shaitan. And listen to the last one. وَلَمْ يَأْتِ أَحَدٌ أَفْضَلَ مِنُ And nobody in this world does better than, than the person that says it a hundred times, illa except for the person that goes beyond hundred. He does it more than a hundred times. Now this lady, when she heard these words of Rasulullah, she decided to stop looking at bold and the beautiful and days of our lives and uh, all the different soapies. And she rather selected and made the decision to make and take Rasulullah's words serious. Because the bold and the beautiful and days of our lives is of no benefit and is going to not benefit you the day of Yawm Al-Qiyamah. Jamaat Muslimin and my dear sisters and mothers, I'm, I'm really concerned. I'm really, really concerned. I've heard that uh, there's a new Indian soapy, a new Indian soapy, and our sisters and mothers are so involved. And they so in with the new ones. They're so busy to see the new Indian soapies. La hawla wa la quwata illa billah. It's of no benefit. And, and uh, we every time make the mistake to think that we still have got a long time to live. I, I, I love to use, you know, uh, recent examples. About three months ago or four months ago, a young girl in Lentegia, Mitzelsplein, 17 years old. She went to go and sleep and she didn't stand up the next morning. She didn't stand up the next morning. She died, 17 years old. What gives you and me the guarantee that we're still going to live a long, long time? So that must mean we haven't got the time to sit all day in front of the Indian soapies or the African soapies or any soapies. We only have time now to connect ourselves to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The question is again, how is our relationship with Allah? How is our connection to Allah? There's, a, there's, a, there's an advertisement on, a, on, on TV now of Old Mutual. And this African man seems to be a very successful man. But he looks at the future and he looks at the investments and, and, and he asks the question, 
How much is enough? How much is enough? Now we must learn from, you know, a, a mu'min looks at these advertisements with a different eye. We, 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 we try to grab, how can we benefit? So we ask the question, how much is enough for the akhirah? How much is enough for me to succeed at the qiyamah? How, many, how much dhikr did I make? And, and then we, 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 we take it and we grab it and we say to ourselves, I, I need, I need a mighty lot. Allahu Akbar. So what does it mean? Subhanallah, walhamdulillah, wa ilaha illallah wa akbar. Just before we break, I mean the Rasulullah says, there are two words that are very easy on the tongue. And it's going to weigh heavily, listen to Rasulullah, it's going to weigh heavily in your favor the day of Qiyamah. And Allah just love these words. Subhanallah bihamdihi, subhanallah al-azim, subhanallah bihamdihi, subhanallah al-azim. And as we make it in Cape Town, Subhanallah wa bihamdihi, subhanallah al-azim. So Jamaat Muslimin, may Allah grant our lives and our homes to be filled with the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wala dhikrullahi akbar, and the remembrance of Allah is the greatest. On that note, we're going to go for our break and we'll come back. My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, 91.3 FM and 95.8 FM stereo. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome again to our program. We're on the Voice of the Cape. If you have just joined us, uh, this is 91.3. Once again, if you are tuning in, you may also tune in via uh, the website on www.vocfm.co.za. Look to the side, on the right side, you'll find an icon there. That's where you can listen live. So tell your family and friends who's not in Cape Town or South Africa currently, they can still tune in to the voice of the Cape 91.3. Our guest for this afternoon, it is our beloved Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels. And just before we went for the news, Sheikh was sharing with us uh, some of those important ayat, some of those important du'as, and also uh, some of the meanings of, of those du'as as well. And Alhamdulillah, very beautiful do take note of it and i know many people after the program and sometimes during the course of the week give us a call wanting to know uh, perhaps not getting the entire dua getting the entire meaning so please do stay tuned and uh, always tune into the voice of the cape this on a sunday morning 11 30 up until one and uh, you can also reach you can uh, download these uh, programs as podcasts uh, not sure i don't think today's program you'll be able to but probably during the course of the week you'll be able to gain access to this program and uh, you may download it as a podcast onto your onto your phone or, or your device if you want to do that so once again let's return to our program as we ask Sheikh to continue once again Sheikh. Shukran, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim wa salatu wa salamu ala Sayyidina wa Habibina Muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam My dear beloved mothers and fathers and sisters and brothers and honorable youth and children and dear listeners uh, as we've said earlier our topic today is um, we, you can either call it life after Ramadan or our condition with Allah and our condition with the book of Allah after Ramadan or you can call it, what is the way forward for us after Ramadan? Especially in light of the hadith of our beloved Nabi Muhammad when Rasulullah says, Whosoever's two consecutive days are the same, then you are a total loser. Two days, 
Rasulullah wanted to us wanted us to improve every day because we're not going to live for long. So what if two years are the same? Yeah, salam. So we must make sure that this year after Ramadan is not going to be the same. You must make sure, my dear sister, my dear brother. We, we can't be the same as we've been before Ramadan. There's no change. There's no progress. We are still the same people. So unfortunately, you must, you must allow me to ask the question then, of what benefit was the month of Ramadan? Then we didn't benefit from the month of Ramadan. And the month of Ramadan, Allah makes it clear. And Allah's specific, Allah says, لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّكُونَ with, with the, the reason why I've made the, the month of Ramadan compulsory on you, so that you can change, so that you can progress, so increase your piety, your taqwa, your closeness to Allah. So how can we be still the same? We are still again neglectful with the salah. We, in the month of Ramadan, so many of the women, they were wearing scarves and, 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 and proper clothes. After Ramadan, is back to normal. So many people were in the month of Ramadan, every fajr in the masjid. After Ramadan, he's, for 11 months, he's not in the masjid. You wait now for next Ramadan. No, Jamaat Muslimin. So that is why uh, the Audin is a Dinu Nasiha. And that is why we've got the radio and that's why we've got these programs. Because out of love and concern, we remind one another. Like Allah says in the Quran, وَذَكِّرْ فَإِنَّ الذِّكْرَ تَنْفَ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ Remind one another. For indeed, by reminding one another, it's a benefit for the believers, for the mu'mineen. One of the qualities of the mu'mineen is that they love to be reminded because they benefit if they are reminded. So, Jamaat Muslimin, my dear brother, if you are listening to me and you are one of those people that used to make all your salah in the Masjid Ramadan and now you have neglected, uh, be, uh, be Muslim, in, uh, you know, uh, take, take, take the advice, take the advice and, and say, yeah, there's seven days, eight days after Ramadan, and I'm again neglectful. No, no, I, I appreciate this reminder. Inshallah, from, from tonight onwards or from tomorrow onwards, I'm going to continue where I've lived in the month of Ramadan. Every Fajr, I'm going to be uh, in the masjid. Then we succeed. Then the Ummah goes forward. Inna Allah la ma hatta ma Allah will never change the condition of a people unless we change from our inside, from ourselves. Allahu Akbar. So what must mean, I must, I must say and I must admit that this is a very crucial period for us immediately after Ramadan. Because we can quickly lose the momentum and the spirit of the month of Ramadan. We are such, we, the Ummah was on such a high in the month of Ramadan. Me and you as individuals, we were on such a high, our spirit. But now we can quickly lose it. And that is most probably the wisdom of, of, the, of the advice of Rasulullah sallallahu The Nabi Muhammad said to us, مَنْ صَامَ رَمَضَانَ ثُمَّ أَتْبَعَوْ بِسِتِّ مِنْ Whosoever fasts the month of Ramadan and follows, follows it up with six days of, of shawal fasting. The Nabi Muhammad says, By Allah, it will be considered as if you fasted the whole year. By Allah, you will be rewarded for fasting the whole year, says the Nabi Muhammad wasallam. And, and, and as I've said, most probably the idea is so that, that we don't lose that momentum immediately because that normally happens. After Ramadan, it's back to normal. But if you f- follow the advice of Rasulullah, fasting the six days, you can either do it after Eid immediately, all six days, 
or you can spread it around in Shawwal. You can every Monday and Thursday in the month of Shawwal. Well, so it's not too late to fast the six days. And what does it mean? I'm saying for the second time, it's not too late to take the advice of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. And what does it mean? If any company offers uh, the, the the workers and say to them, if you come in thirty days. We 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 gonna we gonna reward you, uh, and you, if you just add another six days to the thirty days, and you're coming into work, we will give you wages for the whole year. Allow me to sumba by Allah, to swear by Allah. Wallahi, all the people in the, in this world, nobody will refuse. Nobody will refuse. I'm saying again for the third time. Wallahi, nobody will refuse. Any company that says that says to the workers. You come in for thirty days, and you add another six days. We will give you wages and reward you for the whole year. Nobody will refuse. But unfortunately, unfortunately, so many Muslims are refusing the offer from Allah and the offer from our beloved Nabi Muhammad And maybe it's because we don't see the wages and the reward now. Maybe our, our you know, our faith and our iman in the words of Rasulullah. You know, it's still going to happen. That's why maybe I'm using maybe and please give me mouth if I'm wrong. But we're not taking the, the, the offer from Allah. The Rabbi Muhammad says, if you fast every year Ramadan, huh, then Allah will, and follow up with six days, Allah will give reward. In other words, it, it is by Allah as if you fasted your whole life because every year you do it. Every year you do it. So what we mean the important part is to keep up the momentum and the spirit of the month of Ramadan and not allow to slip away from you. You are here to worship Allah. You are here to get closer to Allah. The month of Ramadan is to get you closer to Allah. Have more humility, more piety, more eagerness to obey Allah. And you can even right through the year, take the advice of Rasulullah, fast at least three days of each and every month. We know what is fasting doing to us. We know. And that, that spirit we can take right through the year in following the advice of Rasulullah in either fasting three days every month or fast every Monday and every Thursday, inshaAllah. So what does mean? My dear beloved ones, please allow me to say that one of our weaknesses is that we don't take our beloved Nabi Muhammad serious. We're not taking Rasulullah serious. Rasulullah is saying to us, if you, if you fast the six days, Allah is going to reward you for the whole year. But we're not taking Rasulullah serious. It is, a, it is now medically proven and discovered that if a person fasts two days per week, then the chance for, for being diagnosed with cancer is minimal, minimal, minimal. Now it is medically discovered. Now some people might now, because it's medically discovered, gonna fast Mondays and Thursdays. But the Rasulullah said to us 1,400 years ago, "Sumu tasihu, fast and you will stay healthy." So that's why I'm. Well, that's why. That's uh, please give me mouth. That's what I mean. But I mean, I meant by we don't take Rasulullah serious. We don't take Rasulullah serious. Sumu tasihu, puasa. My dear beloved ones, we, we're not going to live for long. 
This place called dunya is a place to work. And the, the real rest is in the akhirah. The real rest is when you're going to lie in your qabr. And your qabr, says Rasulullah, it's either a garden of the gardens of the jannah or it's going to be one of the holes of the fire of jahannam. So the real rest is in the akhirah. And the first days of the akhirah is the qabr and the real rest is in the jannah. But this is the place to work. Any workplace, if you were appointed to work and the superintendent or the manager or the CEO notices that you every day sleeps at work and they will ask, what are you doing? I'm, I'm just resting. They will tell you, look here, this is not a place to rest. This is a place to work. When you go home after 4 o'clock or 5 o'clock, you can rest at home. This is a place to work. That is exactly what Allah tells us in the Holy Quran. The reason why Allah has created us, to test us, who of us is going to be the best in good deeds. We need to work here for the success of the Akhirah. This is not a place to sleep. And that's why Allah says in the Quran, one of the, one of the qualities of the people of Taqwa, Little of the night did they sleep. Why? They were up. They were taking wudu and they were standing in salah and they're making ruku to Allah and making sujood to Allah because they are worried about the akhirah. They are working for the akhirah. They are working for the akhirah. There are so many people that don't sleep at night because they are working for the dunya. They sacrifice hours, long, long hours because they are working for this dunya. The muttaqeen they sacrifice their hours of sleep at night for the akhirah because they know that's going to be the rest forever. And forever is not 500 million years. It's not 500 billion years. It's not 500 trillion years. And that is why, Jamaat Muslimin, allow me to say to you again that when I was a student in Medina, the, the Imam of the Haram of that time, he said to us the hadith of Rasulullah that Rasulullah narrates from Allah, Hadith al that Allah is going to say to us, Ya ibadi, O oh my beloved servants, Inna a'malukum. I'm only interested in your good deeds. I'm not interested in how you look. I'm not interested in your money, how much money you have. I'm not interested, have you got blue eyes or black eyes, straight hair, not straight hair, are you white skin, black skin, brown skin? Do you live in Constantius, Bishop's Court, Menenberg, Tafelsach, Hanover Park? I'm not interested in these things. I'm only interested in your good deeds. So those of you can find the good. In other words, the Jannah. Thank Allah. And those of you not going to find the good. Allah does, don't even want to mention the opposite of good. Allah says, and those not going to find that. Don't blame anybody. Just blame yourself if you're not going to make it. You had so many chances. And that is why the Nabi Muhammad said, when he was moving up the mimbar one day, he said three times, Ameen, Ameen, Ameen. And when he came down, the Sahaba asked, Ya Rasulullah, this is the first time that we noticed that you, when you went on the mimbar, you said, Ameen, Ameen, Ameen. Rasulullah said, yes. The reason why I said, Ameen, Ameen means, oh Allah, accept. The reason why I said, Ameen, Jibreel alayhi salam was present. And he made dua. And he said, 
May the curse of Allah be on the person that he, he got the month of Ramadan and he was not forgiven. Ya Salam, he was not forgiven. He didn't change anything of his life. And what does mean? Allah is most of forgiving, most merciful. We can't go back to the way that we've been before Ramadan. We can't be- go back to sins. We can't go back to being neglectful with the salah. This is another opportunity Allah has given us. If you don't make it to the Jannah, Allah is going to tell you, don't blame anybody. Just blame yourself. The real rest is in the Akhirah. Here is a place to work. Here is a place to take the advice of Rasulullah. Follow up Ramadan with six days. Allah will give you the reward as if you've fasted the whole year, says the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. You know what mean? So once again, continue to make your salah in the masjid. And I want, to, I want to encourage our mothers and our sisters and our daughters to go to the masjid, especially for Fajr Salah, because the mothers of the believers, the wives of Rasulullah, they used to make Fajr Salah in the masjid. You the mothers, you are going to change the world. Imagine Cape Town is alive. Fajr time because the mothers are in the masjid. They follow the example of the wives of Rasulullah. And you take your children to the masjid. Because most of our children are not in the masjid. Most of our youth are not in the masjid. Oh, do you know how many youth uh, didn't fast in the month of Ramadan? I'm almost close to tears. Do you know how many young people in high school didn't fast in the month of Ramadan? And what are we going to do? Do you know how many young people aren't going for, 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 for Jumu'ah? The whole system, the education system has changed in Cape Town. Most of the schools or all the schools leave at 12.30 or 12.40 to accommodate the Muslim children go to Jumu'ah. But unfortunately, they're not going to Jumu'ah. Where is the problem? The, 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 in the past, Wallahi, our people, when they go and work in, in Wellington, and the nearest masjid is three hours away. Even if they had to walk, they tell the person in charge, I have to go to Jumu'ah. I'm walking 10 o'clock to be in the Jumu'ah. They will go. Why? Because the parents at that time put so much emphasis on the importance of Jumu'ah. Maybe the reason why our children don't go to Jumu'ah is because of the weakness of the parents and the negligence of the parents and the grandmothers and the grandfathers. We're not putting too much emphasis Imagine Rasulullah says, if a person misses three Jumu'ahs, then stump Allah your heart. La hawla wa la quta illa billah. I give you over to Mullah Aslam. We need to go for our break at this time and uh, do stay tuned. We will be back immediately after. My radio station, your radio station, our radio station. 91.3 FM and 95.8 FM stereo. Welcome once again to our program and we continue and we're going to allow Sheikh to continue up until I think we will be um, probably go up until up until 56 for today inshallah. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim wa salatu wa salamu ala ashrafil mursaleen Sayyidina wa Habibina Muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Shabbatu muslimin, as we've said before the break that we, we need to continue to make our salah in the masjid. We hear the adhan every the muaddin says, Hayya ala salah, come to the salah. Hayya ala al-falah, come to the success. My beloved mothers and fathers and grandmothers and grandfathers and uncles and aunts, 
send your children to the masjid. They will, have, they will be successful in this life and they will be successful in the akhirah. And we also, inshallah, need to plan our salah in the middle of the night. The very first words that Rasulullah said when Rasulullah arrived in Medina to Munawwara, and this hadith is narrated by a Jewish man with the name of Abdullah ibn Salam. He was of the Yahud in Medina, and when Rasulullah entered Medina, he looked at Rasulullah and he said to himself, This can't be the face of a kadhab. A kadhab is a liar. He was told that Rasulullah is a liar. Astaghfirullah but look at him. He says, when I look at the face of this person, I said to myself, this can't be the face of a liar. And he says, Rasulullah's first words were, Ya ayyuhan nas, afsu salam, wa at'imu ta'am, wa wasilu al-arham, wa sallu bil-layli, wa nasu niyam, tadkhulu jannata bil-salam. Oh people, spread the salam, spread the peace. And give, give people food. And Rasulullah says, and connect yourself with your family. Connect yourself with your families. And make salah in the middle of the night while people are sleeping. Listen to the words of Rasulullah. While people are sleeping, the rest of people are sleeping. Make salah at that time. And then you will enter the Jannah with salam, says the Nabi Muhammad. So my Muslimin, we also need to increase our dhikr, our remembrance of Allah. Imagine the Nabi Muhammad says, one of the seven people that will stand under the arsh of Allah. Rajulun, aynahu. One of the seven people that will stand under the shade of Allah's arsh. The day when, we, when there will be no shade, except for the shade of Allah, is a person that remember Allah alone. Nobody knew. And that most probably happened in the middle of the night. Fafadat aynahu. And whilst remembering Allah, tears came out of his eyes. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. My dear beloved ones, we need to plan our lives from here onwards. We need to manage and strategize and plan our lives properly. Mm. And rather allow me to say that we, we are not well organized and we're not well geared up for the Akhirah. Let me repeat that statement, and if I'm wrong, please, I ask your big mouth. I'm saying that we are not well organized, and we're not well geared up for the Akhirah, for the big day, for the real life. And imagine Allah says to us in the Quran, Ya iwaladina amanu, la tulhikum amwalukum wala auladukum an dhikrillah. Oh, you believe, don't allow your wealth, your money, your business, and your children to keep you away from the remembrance of Allah. Ya Salam. In the Surah An-Nur, Allah says, There are people in this world, Rijalun, la tulhim tijaratun wa la bayun an dhikrillah wa iqami salam. They are business people, big business people. They don't allow their business transactions and they don't allow their business dealings and the meetings to keep them away from Allah. If they are in a meeting, and it's time for the salah, they will tell the meeting, or they will tell the chairperson, whoever, uh, we, it's now time for us to go make salah. And they don't ever forget Allah. Yeah, salam. So in this ayah, Allah says, 
Ya oh you believe, don't allow your wealth and your business and your money and your children to keep you away from the remembrance of Allah. And whosoever do that, they are the losers, say Allah. They will lose the day of your Qiyamah. They are the biggest losers. And then Allah says, listen, Jamaat Muslimin, and it's worthwhile to listen to this ayah every day of your life. And spin of what we have given you. Whether it is money, whether it's your health, whether it's your physical being. Like our sister Na'alan, she says that you are, you've been asked to give zakah once a year. But you must give from yourself and your own self for your community. Every day of your life. Allahu Akbar. مِنْ قَبْلِ أَحَدَكُمُ الْمَوْتِ Allah says, before death appears, before your time is there to leave this world, فَيَقُولَ فَيَقُولَ رَبِّ لَوْ لَا أَخَّرْتَنِي Then he asks, Ya Allah, Ya Allah, please give me more time. إِلَىٰ أَجْلٍ قَرِيبٍ إِلَىٰ أَجْلٍ قَرِيبٍ Not too far away. Just give me a little more time. فَأَصَّدَّقَ So that I can make sadaqah with my wealth and my physical self. فَأَصَّدَّقَ Oh Allah, give me more time that I can be of the Salihin. What does mean? We, we need to contemplate and ponder over the word, these words because Allah is asking us a question. Don't people make time to ponder and contemplate over the words of Allah? These are, these are the only words. If these words were to reveal on the mountain, the mountain would have broken up, broken up into pieces. The mountain would have humbled itself with the words of Allah. We listen to what Allah says. The peep, the person that didn't live accordingly at the time of death is going to ask Allah for more time so that he can be of the salihin, so that he can stand up in the middle of the night, so that he can make sadaqah, so that he can fast Thursdays and Mondays. But it's too late. Allah says, Allah will never ever put back any person. Your time has been already decided. Allahu Akbar. Listen again, Jamaat Muslim. Your time has already been decided. The day you were you were born, Allah has decided when are you going to leave this world. So Allah will never put back. And then Allah says, Wallahu khabirun khabirun bima ta'amalun. Once again, my dear listeners, I want you to remember this word, khabir. This is a word that you can't forget. Allah is khabir. Allah is well informed and well acquainted with whatever you do. Allahu Akbar. The Quran is so powerful. If a Muslim in this world just listen to this ayah and he hold onto this ayah and he live this ayah and he practice this ayah and he's too shy to do anything wrong because Allah is well informed and well acquainted with whatever you do. But with one, this one ayah, you will go to Jannah because you will live a proper life and a beautiful life. You won't do anything wrong because you don't want to do anything wrong in front of Allah. Allah knows everything about you. In other words, Jamaat Muslimin, Allah knows each one of us in detail. It is worthwhile to repeat it. Allah knows each one of us in detail. Allahu Akbar. But dear beloved ones, earlier on, we said about our young people. May Allah, may Allah protect them. We ask the Khujaj that are going for Hajj. They must make a lot of people for all young people all over the world. And Alhamdulillah, there are a lot of good young people. 
But the reality is, uh, many of our young people, they're not making salah, they're not going to Jumu'ah, they're not fasting in the month of Ramadan, they are involved in drugs, they are involved in sexual activities. We make dua for them, may Allah, Allah protect them. But I want to bring you to a young man in the time of Rasulullah, so that we can learn and tell our children this story. It is recorded by Anas ibn Malik radiallahu anhu. He says, while Rasulullah was walking, uh, 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 Rasulullah was approached by a young man of the Ansar, a young man. And the Nabi Muhammad said to him, كَيْفَ أَصْبَحْتَ يَا حَارِثِ How are you this morning? Uh, 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 you know, what happened to you? How are you? كَيْفَ أَصْبَحْتَ And he said, أَصْبَحْتُ مُؤْمِنًا حَقًّا يَا رَسُولَ اللَّهِ This morning, I became a true believer. And the Nabi Muhammad said to him, Ya Harith, Harith, undur mada taqul. Look, look at what you are saying, no? because inna likulli shayin haqiqa. Fama haqiqa tu imanik. Everything has got reality. And what is the reality of your iman? And he said, Ya Rasulullah, azifat nafsi anid dunya. I've turned my, my nafs, my inner, my inner self, I've turned it away from this world. Fa'ashartu layli. And, and, and I've, I've, I've done that by, by you know, how, how did I turn away myself from the dunya? It's not that I'm not using the dunya. No, you use. If Allah has made this dunya for us to succeed for the akhirah, to use this world. He says that and explains what he means by I've turned myself away from this dunya. By keeping awake at night. By keeping awake, awake at, as a young man. Huh? And what was atma'atu nahari. And by keeping myself thirsty by day, thirsty by day. In other words, most of my days I'm fasting. Ya salam. And, and Allah has granted me, Ya Rasulullah, as, as if I can see the arsh of Allah, the throne of Allah. And Allah has granted me that I can, as if I can see the people in the Jannah visiting one another in the Jannah. Allahu Akbar. And then the Nabi Muhammad said to him, Absarta ya haritha falzam. Ya Harith, you have seen the truth. So hold on, hold on to it. Allahu Akbar. Hold on to it. Jamaat Muslimin, I've received a beautiful uh, WhatsApp uh, um, um, note from one of my friends from overseas. He says that uh, uh, Sheikh Shankiti, rahimallah, is a, is a, a very famous scholar, uh, and not too long ago. He says that uh, Sheikh uh, Shankiti said to his son, Raji'ul Qur'an, revise the Qur'an, revise the Qur'an. Keep yourself busy with the Qur'an. La tansahu. My, my dear son, don't ever forget and neglect the Qur'an. Amamak, listen to the words of the father to the son. Amamak, haflu takrimin yawm al-qiyamah. In front of you, waiting, is, is going to be an awards uh, uh, ceremony of honor. Awards ceremony of honor. Who's going to honor? Allah. Allah Akbar. It's going to happen to Dev Kiyama. And he says to his son, Laysaka ihtifalati dunya. And this ceremony and this celebration is not like the ceremonies and the celebrations here on this world. It's going to be something special. Allah Akbar. Iyaka an And I'm warning you, my son, please don't make a mistake to miss out. Don't make a mistake to miss out on receiving the honor the day of Qiyamah. 
وقد قيل لك وايلد وسيد تو يو اقرا وارتقي ورتل وايلد وسيد تو يو ريد ريد القران ريد القران and go up in status and read Allah because that is exactly what Rasulullah says is going to happen to the people that are connected to Quran read as you've been reading in the in the dunya and keep on reading and move up while you are reading and move up and move up in the jannah until the last ayah your status and your position in the jannah is according to the time that you've given to the holy Quran and that is what i want to say to our dear listeners again today the month of Ramadan came to connect us with the Qur'an or to reconnect us with the Qur'an. Some of us, we were connected and we've neglected the Qur'an. Some of us, we, if we were not even connected to the Qur'an. The month of Ramadan came to remind us about the greatness of the Qur'an. That is why Allah has made Laylatul Qadr better than a thousand months, better than 83 years. Why? Because Allah revealed the Qur'an on the night of power, Allahu Akbar. And that is why Allah gave instructions to Jibreel alayhi salam to read the Qur'an and revise the Qur'an with Rasulullah every month of Ramadan. And there was one particular year when he, Jibreel alayhi salam did it twice with the, our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Jamaat Muslimin, allow me to remind you that the Qur'an is either going to be a witness for you or it's going to be a witness against you that you've neglected the Quran you had no time for the Quran Muslimin, I sincerely hope I'm saying it from the deepest part of my heart I sincerely hope that these words are not just another words I'm not here on the voice of the cape or in the studio to, to fill up time this is not just another day this was not just another Ramadan this is not just another day the 26th of July 2015 it's a special day for each one of us Allahu Akbar uh, you know somebody sent me uh, uh, another whatsapp about the person that he lost his wife and and they took him to the to the home where he's going to stay alone and he was smiling and he was so excited about going to his room and the person said to him uh, uncle you haven't seen the room. It's it's a it's it's a small room, and and you are smiling and you are laughing and you are so excited. He says, "I'm not worried about the size of the room, or the 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 furnishing the room. I I'm 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 pitching in my mind that I am going to be positive, and I'm going to be happy. And I thank Allah every day for what Allah has given me of my limbs, of my body that is still working. I'm not worried about those parts of my body that is not in." In, in working uh, condition, Allah, but look at the spirit. Huh? What does this mean? Let us admit and at the same time ask forgiveness to Allah that we are, that we were, that we were neglectful with the Quran. But it's never too late. It is never too late to make up for lost time. You know why it's never too late? Because our beloved Nabi Muhammad says, Atta'ibu. A person that repents to Allah and returns to Allah of his shortcomings and his negligence and his wrongdoings. By Allah, it is as if he has done nothing wrong in the past. La ilaha illallah. And our beloved Nabi Muhammad also says, Kullu bani Adam Each and every child of Nabi Adam makes mistakes and wrongdoings and evil doings. But the best of them, the best of them are those who Return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala.
Ramat Muslimin, I'm saying again for the third time or the fourth time, it is now the time to connect ourselves and to connect our hearts with the Quran. And that's exactly what Allah is saying and asking. Alam amanu an Hasn't the time arrived for the believers to connect their hearts with the Quran, to connect their hearts, not only their, their tongues and their mouths with the Quran, not only by reading the Quran. That is not the, 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 the only purpose why the Quran was revealed, that we must read the Quran. Yes, we must read the Quran. And, and in fact, the Nabi Muhammad says, whosoever listens to one eye of the Quran, Allah will give you multiplied reward. And the person that reads one eye of the Quran, it will be nur for one ayah. So it's great to read the Quran, wallahi. But that's not the only reason why Allah has revealed the Quran. Allah wants us to understand the Quran. Allah wants us to live the Quran. Can there be a better person in this world that live the Quran? Ya salam. When Sayyidina Aisha was asked, how was the character of Rasulullah? She only gave one answer. Quran. His character was the Quran. He was the living Quran. Maybe in conclusion, I want to remind you of this powerful words of Allah. Ya you know, uh, one of the qualities of the true mu'min in Allah says, إِنَّمَا الْمُؤْمِنُونَ الَّذِينَ إِذَا ذُكِرَ اللَّهُ وَجْلَتْ كُلُوبُهُمْ وَإِذَا تُلِّتْ عَلَيْهِمْ آيَاتُهُ زَادَتُمْ إِيمَانًا The real believers are those people. When Allah's name is mentioned, then skittle heart. Ya salam. وَإِذَا تُلِّتْ عَلَيْمْ آيَاتُهُ And when the ayats of Allah are being read to them, زَادَتْهُمْ إِيمَانًا the Iman increase. May Allah grant us, when we listen again to these words of Allah, that our Iman is going to increase. O oh, you believe, fear Allah. Let each and every person look into his. What, has you, what, what have you sent forward? What have you sent forward for the Akhirah? Ya Salam. Listen again. Let every person look into your preparations and what you have sent forward to the Akhirah. And Allah says again, Wattaqullah, fear Allah. Because that is the reason why you are here. Inna Allah khabirun bima ta'amaloon. Indeed, Allah is well informed of whatever you do. And then Allah says, وَلَا تَكُونُوا كَالَّذِينَ نَسُوا اللَّهَ فَأَنْسَاهُمْ أَنفُسَهُمْ أُولَٰئِكَ هُمُ الْفَاسِكُونَ Don't be of those. Don't be of those people. Don't be of those people who forget about Allah. In the month of Ramadan, we remembered Allah. In the month of Ramadan, we did everything that we need to do. But after Ramadan, we forget Allah. They are the transgressors. They are the fasikun, says Allah. And Allah says, you're not actually forgetting Allah. You're forgetting yourself. Allah is not in need of us. Allah is the shakur. Allah is the most grateful Allah. Allah is in need of us, but He's the most grateful. Subhanallah. Look at the qualities of Allah. So you don't actually forget Allah because Allah has got not millions, billions and trillions of insects and birds and fish in the sea and so much creation that make tasbih to Allah every minute of the day. But you don't perceive and you don't understand the tasbih of this creation of Allah.
So you don't forget Allah, you forget yourself. وَلَا تَكُونُ كَالَّذِينَ نَسُوا اللَّهِ فَأَنْسَاهُمْ أَنفُسَهُمْ أُولَٰئِكَمُ الْفَاسِكُونَ Jamaat Muslim, listen to the, to, the, to the following statement. Allahu Akbar. لَا يَسْتَوِي أَصْحَابُ النَّارِ وَأَصْحَابُ الْجَنَّةِ لَا يَسْتَوِي أَصْحَابُ النَّارِ The companions of the fire of Jahannam and the companions of the Jannah, they are not the same, says Allah. لَا يَسْتَوِي not that's the same. أَصْحَابُ الْجَنَّةِ هُمُ الْفَائِزُونَ The companions of the Jannah, they are the successful ones. We have so many examples when we see the, the finals of the rugby and the cricket or the soccer and you look at the team that have lost the final. They are laying on the ground, they are crying, they are holding their heads and they are crying and crying. And on the other side, the other guys, they can't wait to go up up the stage and receive the gold medals and they are jumping around and they are laughing. That is exactly is going to be the day of Qiyamah. Can you imagine how people are going to cry the day of Qiyamah if they're not going to make it to the Jannah? Nabi Muhammad says, they are going to cry and they are going to cry and they are going to cry until there are no more tears and blood will come out of their eyes. Allahu Akbar, may Allah protect us. I'm repeating myself what I've said earlier. I, I, I don't think that we are well organized and well geared up in preparing for that big day. The big event is going to take place and Allah is going to be the judge. So once again, may Allah protect us and may Allah grant us hidayah. Allahumma inna nas'aluka al-huda wa tuqa Allah, we ask thee true guidance. And we ask thee continuous taqwa. And we ask thee abstinence. Abstaining from all haram and richness in sabr, in iman, in taqwa, in beautiful character. Wa sallallahu ala Sayyidina Muhammad. Walhamdulillah rabbil alameen. And we'll get into those SMSs now, quite a bit of SMSs. Um, let me just look at this last one that says, Sheikh, if people can't listen and the tears can't roll for Allah, I have no words for them. Some more messages. It says, um, Salam, Sheikh, peace complete. Wadimtu, wajahtu. Not sure, the person probably requesting the dua mm. uh, or something there. Uh, and then once again, it says, Yes, Sheikh Gabriel's. I don't watch. Wait quickly, let us just remove the refresh button so that I don't take away the messages. It says here, Get to the salam make dua for uh, important Amina Benjamin. She used a time mouth for Bacha Quran to Kamani. She had stroke here today, gone tomorrow. Here today, gone tomorrow, says the message. So that's uh, requesting dua for a Amina Benjamin. Allah's fear, Allah's fear, yeah. I mean, I mean, and then it also says, uh, I don't watch SABC, I watch ZEE. Why? Because there are no ugly scenes. Uh, my, That's my only weakness. It says the Gigi. I suppose mm. that's Auntie Gigi there. Mm. Salams and Slama to Sheikh Gabriel. So his birthday yesterday from Auntie Hello, Khadija, Amina, Mariam, and Farisha. Okay, we Tuesday, need, Tuesday, morning. Tuesday it was. <laughs> Tuesday coming is Sheikh's birthday, inshallah. Okay, please make a note of that, uh, people. Sheikh's birthday is this coming Tuesday. I think you can deliver all the presents delivered to VOC, inshallah. We'll make sure that Sheikh gets it. Yeah. Then also it says, Salam Shukran for this lecture and reminder. Sometimes, even as a Sheikh, it must be very painful. Sometimes it's not easy and painful to listen, for us to listen, but we. 
we have a duty to shukran. Mm. Another one says, Assalamu Sheikh, shukran for beautiful nasiha. May Allah grant you a long life with Amen. good health, barakah mm. and khair. We appreciate you so much. And then also happy uh, 60th birthday from Buta Faisal and Auntie Khair of Weinberg. Uh-huh. We love you for the sake of Allah. So those are some of the messages. And yes, uh, Sheikh 60th, inshallah, ta'ala, mashallah. And uh, please, uh, Sheikh's birthday will be this coming Tuesday, as Sheikh has mentioned. So inshallah, we also pray and we make dua for all the best for Sheikh. That Amen. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant Sheikh good health and Amen. good. And inshallah, that Sheikh can be with us always for many, many more years inshallah. to come. Amen. 60, I don't believe that 60. Sheikh, I don't think it can be 60. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we conclude our program on that with Nazim Peterson. Making uh, sure that we had a wonderful program today also, our technician for today, and uh, made sure that, you know, some of us as didn't get in the way because you hear that sometimes, but we always need to pay the bills as well. Shukran once again for joining us on this wonderful afternoon. Are we going to ask you to make dua? Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, alhamdulillah rabbil alamin, wa salatu wa salamu ala asrafil mursaleen, Sayyidina wa Habibina Muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. اللهم رب الناس أذب البأس إشفي وأنت الشافي لا شفاء إلا شفاءك شفاء لا يغادر سقما نسأل الله العظيم رب الأرش العظيم يشفي أختنا آمنة وجميع مرضى المسلمين برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم اغفر لأهل الكبور من المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات ارفع لهم الدرجات وكفر عنهم السيئات يا رب العالمين اللهم إنا نسألك الهدى والتقى والعفاف والغنى اللهم يا مقلب القلوب ثبت قلوبنا وقلوب أولادنا على دينك اللهم يا مصرف القلوب صرف قلوبنا وقلوب أولادنا على طاعتك يا مولانا يا رب العالمين وصلى الله تعالى على سيدنا وحبيبنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحاب أجمعين سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وَسَلَامٌ عَلَى الْمُرْسَلِينَ وَالْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ I mean on that note we end of our program. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Back with the news at